Welcome back to another episode of Dynasty After Dark. I'm your host, Calvin Timms. You can find me over on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin. And you can find the podcast on the Dynasty After Dark YouTube channel on Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you listen to the podcast. And today um, I've been talking about it for a couple months, what I'm going to be doing in season. And I've decided that I'm going to be doing a recap of my home league because the biggest problem with dynasty leagues in the in season is you don't really want to be doing a ton of moves unless you're going for a title. But with it being dynasty, you really don't want to make too many roster altering decisions in season. So at that point, it's really not very uh, useful for a dynasty podcast. I think we'll be doing quarterly updates kind of with some changes in, in player values and things like that. But weekly podcasts, it's kind of tough there. So I don't really want to be a redraft podcast. I want to give you guys dynasty content, but I'm going to be doing a recap of my home dynasty league and overviewing some of the matchups each and every week, uh, some of the trades that went down and things like that. So just to give you guys a little bit of uh, insight into my leagues and, and what we're going to be doing there. So before I get into that, though, uh, I am joined today by Dale, Dynasty Dale. He's, he's going to be breaking down the power rankings for my home league. So it's not just my opinion. I can get some uh, some third party perspective and we can see what his thoughts are on it as well. And before you do that, please make sure you guys go over to the Let's Talk Sports channel, uh, the YouTube channel or their Twitter page. I am going to be I am partnered with them right now with the podcast and I'm going to be joining them Sunday for the first kickoff Sunday kickoff in a preview show for the matchups this week so I'm really excited about that great guys over there so if you haven't yet please go check out their channel Dale how's it going I'm doing pretty well tonight so how are you oh I'm doing all right uh you know sick kids they're probably getting me sick as we speak I feel a little you know raspy in the (laughs) raspy in the voice so (laughs) we'll see if I can make it through an hour here or not but yeah, it's been a Hopefully so. been good times. So, all right. So we're going to jump over. And the way that I've set this up, Dale has access to all these rosters. He's ranked them how he is, uh, how he thinks they should be ranked. And the what you're seeing here is an awesome software that I don't think a lot of people actually know about. And it's a, a uh, third-party platform called Dynasty Ranker. You can go over there if you have a sleeper account. You can put in your sleeper name, and it will pull your teams from your account, and it'll base them all off the keep trade cut ranking. So it'll give you a, as you can kind of see here, it'll say all the teams first based on total team value, and then it'll also take the starting lineup and your projected points from Fantasy Pros and give you a point average that you're projected as well. So it's kind of useful for that. And it's not the most uh, uh, <laughs> comprehensive tool. There's a little bit of nuance that's missing from it because one, it uses keep trade cut, which doesn't always have the most accurate values, but it also uses fantasy pros, which depends what your feelings on them are as well. Maybe they are, or maybe they're not the most accurate projectors. So don't use this as gospel. That's not what I'm saying, but um, I am going to be using it for the power rankings for this league and uh, just to kind of compare to what the public perception is because Keep Trade Cut, the one nice thing about it is 
it is 100% public perception. You can really see how the community feels about certain players. I might differ on some of them, and I'll we'll talk about that here today. But uh, this is the community favorite rosters we have going on here. So that said, let's get into it. All right, so Dale... You've seen the rosters. It's a 10-team league, and uh, the roster settings for this league are one quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, one tight end, one flex, and it's got defense and kickers, but nobody cares about that, so I'm not even going to rank them. I I really don't (laughs) care. Um, so with the starting positions, it's pretty basic league, you know, but it is also 10-man, so it puts a little bit more of a premium on some of those uh, more elite options at the top. So you've seen the rosters. Who is your number one? Let's break it down. Well, well, I, I will start out with it's the great white hype, which would be D Brinsfield. Brinsfield. Yep. Yes. Yes. He he has a fantastic team. <laughs> like I was going through it and I was like, oh my gosh, how did he get all these players? You know, like it was highway eight, robbery. Eight. Let me tell you, it is it is I, not I, fair. I would I'd I'd bad to say, like it's 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 the only weak point I saw with him was his tight ends and those are still pretty pretty solid with Hawkinson and Gesicki and Albert O. You know, he has digs, digs. All right, so before we Jefferson. before we say individual players, we'll we'll break it down Not by fair. position rankings. So by, um by yep. So okay. we'll go into the quarterback rankings first here. So um okay. His quarterbacks for everybody out there listening. If you're not list, if you're not watching, I implore you to go over to the YouTube channel. You can definitely see the rosters over there, and it might be a little bit better for a visual. But his quarterbacks are Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and Aaron Rodgers. And again, this is a one quarterback league, which is just still disgusting to have those three guys right there. Um, so yeah, versus you know some of the other teams, I still rank this at pretty highly. Um, you can see based on Dynasty Ranker, it does give a QB ranking in the league, and that's based on the value of the position. Again, this is where the nuance doesn't really come into play too much because you can have the number one RB ranking with 50 running backs. You know, you just pile up enough guys. Eventually, you can get the most points there. But um, yeah, from a quarterback standing in a one quarterback league, Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, and then you get to Sean Watson at the end of the year. Pretty powerful right there. All right, so running backs, he has another elite group of guys here. The biggest downside, I think, based on last night's game is he might be a little bit top-heavy now where they're starting to either yes. age out or or kind of uh, bust out from an injury standpoint. But he's got Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Cam Akers, Zeke Elliott, Chase Edmonds, James Robinson, Khalil Herbert, Eno Benjamin, Jalen Warren, and Isaiah Pacheco. So what are your thoughts on the running backs here? Uh, I, I love his running backs as it's, it's the biggest thing is health. It's, it's, it's health and them being confident. You know, I, I, I saw a lot with acres last night with him. I don't, I don't feel he was super confident in himself and, and I don't really think Sean McVay was very confident. In him. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm, I'm really high on CMC this year. I think he's going to have a great year and he has an actual quarterback now with uh, Baker. And, you know, I, I, I really see his, his running backs as, as, I mean, they are top heavy, but he only has certain. Right. And I feel he, I, I feel he has, you know, at least four, four starters at least <laughs> right now. So, yeah. you know, yep. I, I, I feel he's pretty set. Yeah. And that's where 
The one thing with this roster is it's kind of mimicking a little bit of the Los Angeles Rams, ironically enough, where it's going kind of a stars and scrubs roster here. Um, He's got Jonathan Taylor, Chris McCaffrey, both elite options there. Cam Akers, based on what we saw last night, a little bit risky, but Ezekiel Elliott, um, a lot of people are still high on. I think the Cowboys are the highest on Ezekiel Elliott still, regardless of what we (laughs) think about him from a fantasy perspective. Um, Chase Edmonds with your Dolphins, a lot of people really like Chase Edmonds, you know, if he can take a step forward. But I do find it kind of funny that he has both of the Achilles running backs here with James Robinson and Cam Maker. So well, he's going to he be does. hoping for that <laughs> that coming back here soon. But yeah, it's it's a solid group of guys. I, I do think that it's it's a little little top heavy. But the reason why it works so well is like you said, he only has to start two of them. And then when you look at the wide receivers, that's where it gets a little scary. So he's got Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, nasty combination right there. Stephon Diggs, Tyreek Hill, uh, Darnell Mooney, Isaiah McKenzie, Joshua Palmer, Calvin Austin. I know he loves Joshua Palmer. He is all over that guy. He really <laughs> loves Joshua Palmer. Um, so he wants, basically, he told me today he wants Joshua Palmer to be the next Tyreek Hill. I don't think that's going to happen, but, you know, no. those top three guys, when you can start four wide receivers that are those four wide receivers, it that is just so game-breaking. It's ridiculous. No, I, I definitely agree with that. Like, uh, so on my notes for this one, like all I put was my goodness on his <laughs> wide receivers. I saw all of them, and I'm just like, that that's the perfect wide receiver room dynasty. Yes, yeah. Now he could definitely use a little bit of uh, additional depth, but again, the biggest weakness on this team is probably the tight end rankings. TJ Hawkinson is the only really notable name here. Mike Gusecki, Alberto Guaybanam. Um, they're up and coming guys, but you know, you can uh, afford to be a little bit weaker there with the, the rest of the starters that Definitely, you do have yes, currently. Absolutely. But the biggest risk of this, uh, the, to this roster right now, I would say would be injury. You know, Christian McCaffrey gets injured again. You're relying on Jonathan Taylor and Ezekiel Elliott. It's not the best feeling, you know, especially at, at Zeke's advanced age. Behind him, you got Chase Edmonds. It's just not the same. You know, you're definitely not getting yeah. the, the same value if you lose Christian McCaffrey. Um, and then same with the wide receivers, you know, never wishing injury on anybody, but Justin Jefferson or Cooper Cup goes down, Stephon Diggs goes down. It is a little bit nerve. makes me a little bit nervous there. So Yeah, I agree. Um, then you look at the draft capital. That's the last thing we'll touch on here. And he's still pretty solid there. Um, it does give him a pretty good advantage there. He's got an extra second round pick next year, extra third round pick, but yeah, that's pretty much it. So, um, all the original picks are there as well. So, you know, well-built team. What can I say? You know, the, the one good thing is he always picks at the end of the first when he, when he does get his first, cause <laughs> he's been in the contention for the last couple of years, but yeah, it's a, uh, Pretty solid roster. Now, I would agree that this is the number one roster for myself. I agree with um, Dynasty Ranker here and you that it's just the the best number two roster in the league. So, uh, that said, who is your number two roster? Uh, so, my number two roster is Division by Zero. Okay. And that is based on uh, Fantasy Pros, who they like as well as their number two, it looks like here. So break down who who's the running backs for or the uh, quarterbacks for this team. Uh, it's 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 for the quarterbacks. He has Kyler Murray, Jalen Hurts, and Dak Prescott. All, um, in in ranking those guys, like those are my number one 
set of quarterbacks in this league, I feel, because it like all those guys have really, really high floors and they have well high 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 floors and higher ceilings. I so you know, I'm I'm not worried about any guy he's gonna that is true. So from a weekly standpoint, with it being one quarterback, the nice thing about those quarterbacks is you never have to worry about really a, a down week. Maybe Dak, you know, Dak's probably the most yeah, prone to maybe, down weeks. Maybe, yes. Um, but yeah, Kyler Murray, he gets injured a little bit more often than some of the other guys, but Jalen Hurts, everybody's really high on him this year. Dak Prescott, when he yeah. does ball out, he's he's pretty good. So definitely gives him an advantage. I think that um, the one, like I said, with Dynasty Ranker, some of the nuance is lost here, though, because you look at uh, his total team value, right, and his starting uh, starting value there, and I think that it is a little bit of a weakness towards his total team depth that he has three studs. You know, that's 15,000 points. It's over, it's about 15% of his total team's value in three guys right there, and you can only start one of them a week, so... It is a little bit, you know, a little bit of a detriment, but it is a good problem to have. Don't get me wrong there. So, you know, you can be picky about it, but it is still a pretty good group of guys there. Now, running back wise, we've got Kamara, Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, Stars and Scrubs for sure. Damian Pierce, who we got this year in the draft, Elijah Mitchell, Rashad Penny, J.D. McKissick, Sony Michelle, and Demetric Felton. And just remember, guys out there, it is a 10-team league. So some of the some of the group player groupings, you'll be like, man, how do you have all those players? It is because it's 10-team, and it's a little bit smaller of a bench, so there's more guys out on waivers. Um, so we like it that way because it gives a little bit more life to the waiver. So you can get some of these guys a little bit easier in leagues like this one. But yeah, pretty solid group of running backs. It all depends what you think about Alvin Kamara and the Saints this year, Nick Chubb with the uh, with the Cleveland Browns, and then Derrick Henry if he can stay healthy. So it is a little bit of risk there, but pretty high-value names. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, all of those running backs that you listed I like. But I'm just I'm just worried about them aging out because they're at that tilting point, like they're all around almost 27, 28 years old, and that's usually when when they fall off a cliff. And that's what I'm 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 more worried about Henry and, and Kamara kind of kind of this year. But um, I would be more worried about Kamara next year. Yeah, with, with the, the suspension. Yeah, suspension. Yeah. So, but you know, I I I I, I would think for this year that he it's it's very solid. And, and he should do pretty well this year. Yeah, and the one downside with this running back group, again, it's got some very good names at the top there, but in terms of age, like you mentioned, you hit it perfectly. I think the they are a little bit older. Rashad Penny's older. He's going into his 20, year 26, I think, he'll be this year. Yeah. Sony Michelle, same thing. J.D. McKissick. Um, Elijah Mitchell and Damian Pierce are really the only young guys on this roster. He has no first round pick next year. Um, so he, he is leaving himself a little bit vulnerable there to aging out at the running back position. Like you mentioned, um, who are the wide receivers? Uh, so he has, he has Debo Samuel, Devonte Adams, DJ Moore, Portland Sutton, DeAndre Hopkins, Jalen Tolbert, John Menchie, OBJ and AJ Green. So in in all of those, I I I, I would say along with along with uh, D Brinsfield that he has a really good wide receiver room. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I wouldn't say it's as, it's not as talented as 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 our number one there, but you know, I I feel he has four 
four really good players that he can play every week and not worry. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, the biggest question mark is DJ Moore, you know, whether he can really ball out with Baker this year. A lot of people believe in him. I, I'm a, I'm on the fence. I don't know what to believe. I want to <laughs> believe in DJ Moore, but it's so yeah. hard. But Devontae Adams, you know, new team. Debo Samuel, new quarterback. Cortland Sutton, new quarterback. Whether or not he's going to be able to break out, a lot of people are high on him again, but it could be Jerry Judy. I, I don't really know there. Um, but yeah, DeAndre Hopkins out for six games. So from a wide receiver standpoint, I do like these games. They're, they're heavy hitting names. Fantasy, like the community loves those five guys, right? But there's a little bit of risk there. Um, don't want to just, you know, give them too much credit, you know, got to knock them down a little bit. But no, I think, uh, from a talent perspective, from a, as long as those guys can ball, you know, from a, from a, playability standpoint those guys are just studs they it's not on them if they don't produce <laughs> you know what i mean all right tight ends for the team we got george kittle dawson knox david and joku kittle obviously the high the highlighter um headliner here and the only downside with Kittle, as we've seen from the reports today, is health. So uh as long as he can play, he is usually pretty good. But you know, when you combine all of these positions, it is a very strong starting lineup. Again, I feel like a lot of it is built into the quarterback position, though. Running back is a little thin. You got enough guys there that you would be fine on a week-to-week basis, but the biggest downside I think that he has is probably choosing which guys to play each and every week. You know, quarterback is one yeah. thing. They're they're guaranteed a pretty high floor for those guys. But, you know, the running backs, it's a pretty difficult decision, you know, between them and and, uh, and the wide receivers. But, again, probably a good good uh, problem yes. to have. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. no, now – from a starting lineup standpoint, I would agree with you that this is probably the number two most powerful lineup in our league. Um, I would probably agree with uh, Dynasty Ranker here, but I actually think that he's probably the number three roster in our league right now. Um, I would have All him right. above fourth. You know, keep uh, the keep trade cut really gives a high value to all these first round picks. So that's why Robert Singer has. Um, has such a high value in terms of team value. But yeah, I don't think Rob's anywhere yeah. near where, where the top three should be not here. Even, not even close. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, and he, yeah, he's in full rebuild this year, so he's embracing the tank, but uh, yeah, that I would definitely put, uh, I would definitely put um, divisions roster as the number three, probably behind myself. So number three team or for number two for me, number three for I think you as well. Uh, number yes, two based yep. on on this is myself, my team here, and uh, I'll go through it. You know, I'll try and be humble, but uh, <laughs> no, try, it's been, try try to be is 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 is, is the keyword. Yeah, exactly. You know, no, it's a. Uh, this is what one of my favorite teams, just in terms of a top to bottom team, because it is one quarterback, but I do have Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Baker Mayfield at the quarterback position. Um, running backs, I've got DeAndre Swift, Saquon Barkley, A.J. Dillon, Leonard Fournette, Kenny Gainwell, Chuba Hubbard, Pierre Strong, Chris Evans. I'm a little nervous about my running back depth, you know, um, but we'll get to that here in just a second. Wide receivers, I'm fairly strong at, personally, I believe. I think this is probably my best position in terms of depth, um, but 
from a startability standpoint, it does make me a little nervous, and, and we will touch on this here soon. C.D. Lamb, Chris Godwin, Elijah Moore, Rashad Bateman, Gabe Davis, love Gabe Davis, got him for uh, Miles Sanders just a couple weeks ago. Love that trade. Keenan Allen, Allen Robinson. Trade. Oh, thank you. Uh, Van Jefferson, Devontae Parker, and Tim Patrick. And then my tight ends, pretty strong. I would agree that I'm probably the number one guy in tight ends for the team for the league. Um, there's one team that might be able to compete with me in terms of number yes. one ranking there, but uh, Kyle Pitts, Dallas Goddard, and Irv Smith. And then draft capital, I'm doing pretty good. Got all my picks next year and the next couple years. So. My biggest problem with my team is I feel like my running backs are a little sketchy. You know, DeAndre Swift, Saquon Barkley, they've been banged up a little bit. A.J. Yeah. Dillon, I'm very high on this year, but, you know, Fournette, he's getting a little bit older, and I don't really have a lot of depth there behind those top guys. Those top guys should be fine, but, you know, does make me a little nervous there. What are your thoughts on the running backs here? Uh, I would agree with that. Like in 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 doing my rankings, like like for your running backs were for my second best in the league. I thought with having Swift and Barkley, you know, I I I think I'll both of those it. guys are. <laughs> I, you know, I I I I feel for Swift and Barkley are going to have a really really good year, and you know, on on the Giants front, like they're going to score touchdowns this year compared to last year where they scored like touchdowns I suppose. yeah yep so it was it was very bad last year and and i think he's going to be a big part of a big part of their resurgence a little bit so you know i i do like aj Dillon, but i'm i feel he's going to he's going to have a lot of boom games and he's going to have a lot of meh games because of having uh aaron jones there you know i i don't really think they're going to be good at the same time i guess i could say like mm. I, I mean I mean, I mean, I feel I feel one guy is going to do really well one week, and then one guy might do really well next, and it's going to be finding that matchup for mm-hmm. him, and, you know. And then and then for Fournette, which you know, it's hard telling with him if he's going to be in it or not. Yeah. So, I, so hey, I think as long as is the only issue with Fournette. I think as long as Tom Brady's there and he's the starting running back, I mean, they did just extend him to a three-year contract, so he'll be fine there. But yeah, I think that Fournette with with Tom Brady should be just fine. Now, like you're saying with AJ Dillon, the one thing I would push back on AJ Dillon, the reason why I'm all in on AJ Dillon this year is because if you look at last year, and I've talked about this before, he was 34 of 36 through the air. 36 targets for a guy that played less than 50% of snaps is and a guy that profiles as more of a Derrick Henry type of player is pretty dang good. So if he can get up to like, you know, 55, 60% of snaps ups that to about 50 targets, you know, continues roughly that, that catch rate. I don't think he's probably going to have like a 95% catch rate, but let's say he gets like 90%, 75%, somewhere in that range, you know, that's 45 catches, 50 catches with his, groundwork i think that he's going to be a massive sleeper personally so i'm all in on him wide receiver here's my biggest issue with my wide receivers and my team is kind of a whole when you compare it to the top two guys that we've already talked about dan and um ryan here the uh, sorry d brinsfield and division by zero i know all these guys so i know all their names so <laughs> if i if i use their names that'll be why but um the the problem with my team compared to theirs is i might be deeper than them i feel personally that i am deeper than them but 
from an elite standpoint, I think that they blow me out of the water. And that's my biggest problem is putting up points week to week. I think I'm good. Don't, don't get me wrong, but, uh, I am a little bit nervous about that. You know, CD lamb, we're projecting a little bit more from him this year, but you can kind of see it here. If you're looking on the YouTube channel, the projections from fantasy pros, my top guys, they're projected lower than pretty much all of the other two raw lineups there that we've already talked about. So, you know, 219 uh, is my best wide receiver projections compared to 258, 298, 229. Like I just can't compete in that aspect. But again, I think I have a little bit more depth, which is also a little bit of a detriment trying to pick your matchups each and every week. So it does suck a little bit for that reason. Um, But I do like the guys I have here. Chris Godwin, don't have to worry about starting him right now. So, you know, hopefully he gets back healthy pretty soon. I do love Gabe Davis. I think what we saw last night is just going to be a continuation. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, he only did it on four catches. But they really didn't need him in the second half. And I think that that's going to be what we expect going forward. Keenan Allen, old Mr. Reliable. Allen Robinson should have better days ahead. I'm not worried about that yet. The biggest thing about that is just the offensive line whether they're going to be completely wrecked and they can't get the ball to Allen Robinson. But, you know, Elijah Moore, Rashad Bateman, a lot of people are projecting big step-ups from those two guys this year. What do you yeah, think about no, this? I, 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 I would agree with that. You know, I I, I, I like Lamb. I like I, I really like Gabe Davis. I, I, was, I, I really wasn't a, a huge believer in Gabe Davis until <laughs> I saw and, and Well, I, I, I was more worried about in – like redrafts for yeah for his ADP and stuff like that. Like he was going way above other people, but he crept up pretty you know, high in most leagues. Yeah, <laughs> yes. it was it was it was really too high for my taste. But yeah. you know you know I I I I do like him going forward. You know I I think he's going to be the the second guy behind Diggs and and he's going to catch a lot of touchdowns. Yep. So, you know you <laughs> yep. know I mean yeah I mean it, it's. Kind of going off of your point, like you do have a lot of a lot of depth, but you don't have a lot of, I guess you could say, star power. Yeah, that's what I'm really hoping Kyle Pitts takes that massive step forward that we all are hoping from him. Because if I can get get Kyle Pitts to uh, really be the difference maker, you know, even compared to George Kittle, when George Kittle's healthy, he's he is a pretty big difference maker. But man, Kyle Pitts, I think he's just going to blow these guys out of the water. 163 projected points, I think, is way too low. I think that you're looking in more in the range of like a Tyree Kill, CeeDee Lamb in terms of points because they are going to, th- he's a wide receiver that plays tight end. He literally is. So, you know, 163 seems low. So, you know, that's a lot of extra points each and every week. So I'm really hoping on him to be a difference maker. But again, that's my personal, personal projection here. So, all yeah, right. Yeah. So who- you know, and, 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 yeah. Yeah, well, in in going back to Pitts, I completely agree. Like, I I feel he's going to be the focal point of that offense, and yeah. I think he's going to smash. Like, Definitely, I, you know, I yeah, yeah, I'm not worried about him. There's like no world in my mind where he doesn't smash. Like he he was a rookie, he had over a thousand yards, he had one touchdown. Matt Ryan, everybody loves him, but dude doesn't throw touchdowns. He just does not throw touchdowns to his guys in the red zone. Big body guy in the red zone. No, I just can't do it. Uh, just like, come on, man. It's like the easiest thing alive. All you gotta do is just throw it up, dudes. Dude's six foot six. Like, come on. You probably can jump like eighty five yards in the air. So all you gotta do is just throw it up. So, all right. So 
enough ragging on my roster here. I, I love my roster, but you know, I'm trying not to be biased. I think I just have the most depth out of all the all the different uh, teams in the league. But again, not always the best thing there. That can be a little bit of a detriment at times. Who do you have as your number four team in the league? Um, it's I I I actually have I I. I have laces out. Okay, is, and we're going to scroll as, down as, here. As so four. we'll come back to Singer here in a little while. But again, both uh, Dale and myself don't believe that he should be up here in terms of total roster. Again, yeah. draft capital is a little inflated on this. So we'll come down here to the next group of guys here. So you have laces out here as your number four roster in the league. All right, tell me why. Um, I, 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 um, on, on him, I, I just feel he has pretty, pretty good depth overall. You know, I mean, I mean, kind of going off of your roster, like there's no, I mean, there are some like home run hitter names, you know, like for instance, at quarterback, he has Mahomes and Mariota, like, you know, I mean, I mean, he's not really going to play Mariota that much, but he's going <laughs> to play, right. you, you know, he's, he's, he's not, but on a bye week, right? you know, yep. he'll, he'll, he'll be able to play him and not have to work. So, you know, I, 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 I just feel in, in his roster, like he has a lot of depth, um, you know, at, at running back, he has Aaron Jones, he ha- he has Clyde, he has Mostert, um, he has, he, you know, he has Ronald Jones there too, to, you know, it's a backup uh, Clyde, if anything happens. Yep. And, he's also got, know, he, yep, he's got Brian Robinson, who's out right now, Michael Carter, mm-hmm. you know, I like Michael Carter a lot more than the, the general public, but, mm-hmm. you know. I could be wrong there. Jamal Williams with Detroit, Mr. Hard Knocks, <laughs> superstar yes, there. Yes. Uh, Hassan Haskins, Raheem Mostert, Daryl Williams, Ronald Jones. The problem with these guys is there is a potential that he has one running back. <laughs> so, you know, there is That's a very true. big risk in That's that true. regard. But where I think the biggest strength on his team is, is the wide receivers and when you look at his wide receivers, they are pretty gnarly. Um, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Deontay Johnson, Garrett Wilson, Hollywood Brown, Michael Thomas, Robert Woods, Paris Campbell, Curtis Samuel, James Washington, Robbie Anderson. And if you can't tell, he is a massive, massive Ohio State fan. If you cannot tell by his wide receiving <laughs> core, he loves yeah. uh, Ohio State. Yes. So he always tries to get those guys on his team. Um, but yeah, those guys, when, when you have, you have the ability to start four wide receivers a week, when you're starting Jamar chase and T Higgins, that's, you know, it's probably not the most optimal. There are going to be weeks where they feast on each other, but we saw it last year. There was weeks when T Higgins went off for 40, Jamar chase went off for like three points or whatever it was, but 43 Mm. points for those two guys combined is a pretty good turnout. So, you know, it's, there are worse problems to have, but yeah, he's very loaded at the wide receiver position. A little bit contingent on health, though, with Robert Woods and Michael Thomas. Well, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 for those two guys, and and you have Hollywood Brown, who who's been injured in 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 his career. Yep. And and then he also has uh, Deontay Johnson, who's currently going through an injury right now. Yeah. So that's true. you know you know it's it's going to be a little little hard at first but you know i i think he's very deep at that position and he's going to be yep. able to play a lot of these guys throughout the year yep and again when you only got one real running back yeah you're you get your choice of which four you want to start each and every week so that's not too bad um tight ends he does have cole Komet, who i'm 
all over this year. Pat Fryermuth, Evan Absolutely. Ingram, Jeremy Rucker. So it's not the best group of guys, but you know, if you don't have one of the top guys, it's it could be much, much worse. Two top twelve tight ends could be much worse there. So you have him as your number four team. I personally do not. <laughs> My number four team is going to be BK Hyden right here. And when you look at his team, I think it is, you, you can see that uh, Dynasty Ranker has him as the number three best lineup, according to Fantasy Pros. And it is a very solid group of players. I think that uh, it could use a little bit more, just a little bit more in the wide receiving core, but we'll get to that here in just one second. So you got Joe Burrow, Mac Jones, Matt Ryan as the quarterbacks. Joe Burrow, everyone loves him. You know, everyone's really high on T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, this offense as a whole. So if they're all going to be really good, Joe Burrow probably has to be <laughs> pretty good, you know? Yeah. Um, running back rankings, we got... You know, we got Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, two top 10 guys right there in terms their first round picks and redraft for a reason. Younger, you know, Austin Eckler's getting up there in age, but they haven't had a proven guy behind him. I I like the backup Isaiah Spiller quite a bit, but uh, Isaiah or Isaiah Spiller has not proven anything. And Austin Eckler is basically locked and loaded until he ages out and starts to lose a step. Kareem Hunt, Devin Singletary, Naeem Hines, Kyron Williams, Samaj P. Ryan, Jared Patterson. The only downside here is not a lot of depth there. You know, you got Austin Eckler and Joe Mixon, but I'm not that high on Kareem Hunt this year, especially when Watson gets back with the Browns. And then after that, Devin Singletary, not someone you really want to be relying on in a 10-team league. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. You know, I'm I I will um so for his roster, like I have his roster ranked fifth in mine. So I, I was kind of between him and laces out, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in their rosters, you know, and I feel, I feel that there, I, I feel that his running backs could really fall apart mm-hmm. with their, you know, it's not, it's not super deep. You know, I, 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 I personally like Singletary a lot more than probably a lot of people. I like him too. So the it, problem it, is no, the yeah. Bills don't love him. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's the problem. That, 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 that is that is very true. And and then 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 in regards to Cream Hunt, like I wouldn't be shocked if he gets traded somewhere. You know, it's, possibly. It, it's, yeah. It's, it's midseason. You know, I, I could see him going to the Eagles or even the Rams might trade for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, maybe. I, mean, I, I could see that. So you know, I mean, it's 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 solid guys, but. You know, like there are are some risks to injuries with with Nixon and Eckler in the past, so you know that that could get a little rocky. Yeah, he's not careful. Now, wide receiver is a solid group of guys, but I, like I said, I do mm-hmm. think that he could use a little bit of a step up here. Michael Pittman, everyone loves Michael Pittman. I'm not completely sold. You know, I've been I've lived in Indiana for almost my entire <laughs> life. Matt Ryan is not the guy, guys. I'm telling you, I am telling you. Matt Ryan is a bad quarterback. Um, Chris Olave, Jerry Judy, Juju Smith-Schuster. I really love Juju this year. Christian Kirk, 
sneaky potential value there. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, David Bell, DJ Chark, Nicole Hardman, Corey Davis. It's a bunch of guys that I like if I had a lot more rot like depth to my, you know, to my starters. But when you got to roll, you know, two or three or four of those guys out here every week, it does make me a little bit nervous. Jerry Judy, there's a lot of projection there on him, whether he can take a step forward. Uh, Michael Pittman again. Chris Olave, I do like Chris Olave quite a bit, but he is a rookie. So it's just, there's no proven guys here. And that's what makes me a little bit nervous about the wide receivers. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. You know, I, I like most of those guys. Like, I really like Olave this year. I I, I think he's going to have a standout first season. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm worried about Pittman in this offense. I'm not sure who Matt Ryan's favorite target's going to be. You know, Paris Campbell, let's go. <laughs> I, I, I really hope it. I really hope it's Paris Campbell, but I wouldn't be shocked if it, if it's that uh, if it's Alec Pierce. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be shocked about. The only that problem with because... Pierce is he is still a rookie. Where Pittman yes. is in year three, so I think from yeah. an experience bump and based on training camp reports, Pittman and, and Matt Ryan have gotten along very well. Um, he's been able to tear up a lot of different guys on the field so far right. with Matt Ryan, but. No, I, I do understand where you're going there. I personally yeah, like yeah. DJ Chark. I think he's going to be a steal. Uh, I I get it, but I'm also not super in love with Jared Goff. You know, he, I mean, dude, I, I, he's growing I, on me, man. I, 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 it's probably I just, the hard knocks bump, to be honest with you. It it, it, <laughs> it has to be. I'm I am not in love with. I mean, I I I like what Detroit's doing. I just think they're a year or two away from really doing it and i'm not sure how much dj truck's going to be in those man detroit is so interesting this year is going to be so much fun to watch them because they do have like a really good offense the probably the number one offensive line in the nfl right now deandre swift great jamal williams great dj chark don't have to love him but he's he's good you know jameson williams when he gets healthy amon ross saying brown like it's a josh reynolds who they really love based on hard knocks and, and dan campbell they love that guy that is a good group of players and then you got tj hawkinson at tight end like it's a solid offense you know if their defense oh, yeah. can keep up they might surprise some people this year i'm telling you but yeah. tight end rankings for uh hyden here is Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey. Now, he has two top three guys. That's pretty rough for a lot of teams. Um, top four, I guess. Travis Kelsey's my number four this year. But, yeah, it is a solid group of guys. You're probably starting two of those guys, like one of those guys in your flex every single week, which uh, absolutely <laughs> it does not hurt too much. It's crazy no. to me. Like, uh, this is what's funny, you know, fancy pros. It cracks me up, man. Mark Andrews projected 223 points. Projections always crack me up so much. 223 points for Travis Kelsey. I get it. I understand. Great. Why is Kyle Pitts 50 points, 60 points behind those guys? Like, what, what, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Projections. Come on, do better. I kind of, I, 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 I kind of feel they're basing that off of Atlanta and yeah, <laughs> and like, what's the reason behind that? This it's year, so but, bad. But you know, I, I get they're it. so dumb. Projections are so stupid. They make me mad. They physically make me angry. <laughs> but all right, so Braden. You have him at five. I have him at four. We basically have Braden. Actually, my number five guy is actually not even laces out here. I actually think that um, E Loud and Clear here is going to be my number five roster. I like this team quite a bit. 
I think it's uh, underrated, underappreciated. And we'll talk about that one here because Laces Out is actually my number six team. And again, I think the biggest downside to Laces Out, very good wide receivers, very solid guys here, but those running backs I think are going to cost you weeks. You know, again, we talked about with Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. They could vulture each other a little bit, you know, where maybe they're not getting 40 points, but if they're getting 30 points, 15 for the two of them is not the best, you know, when you could get, you know, 30 plus 10 from another guy. So it's it's a little bit risky. And again, we talked about it with Deontay Johnson, Garrett Wilson, Hollywood Brown, Michael Thomas, Robert Woods. Like that's a lot of risk there. If if some of those guys don't return to form. Yeah. I don't think he has the depth necessarily at the running back to carry him through a bad wide receiver performance and receivers are volatile. We all know that. So I actually have him Absolutely. as the sixth best starting lineup. Um, it's funny that dynasty ranker has him as seven, but yeah, loud and clear. I think personally is the number uh, five team in dynasty. There's a team down below that actually is going to be up there. He's going to be number seven, but he has a very good one-year roster, and we'll talk on him here in just a little bit. But when you look at Loud and Clear's roster here, it's just disgusting. <laughs> like I personally, <laughs> I like it a lot. Josh Allen, what are you going to say about Josh Allen? Yeah. We saw it last night. Like, dude love, is just love him. Oh love my Josh Allen. Start start him every week. Like <laughs> like, like, like like you know you know like I I will. I would probably even start at Josh Allen on his bye week. Yeah, he's. You know, I, I, I honestly would, and he would probably still score points. Yeah, so, dude, Josh know. Allen was nuts, and he. When you have a game breaker in a one quarterback league at quarterback, it's pretty disgusting. So that helps there. Um, running backs are a little bit sketchy here. Antonio Gibson should be better than what people are kind of projecting. Josh Jacobs should be better than what people are projecting. James Conner, I like a lot this year personally. J.K. Dobbins, I think he's going to be a couple weeks out, but you know, you got those other three guys to kind of carry you through for a little while. I think it's a solid group of guys. Again, it's not the most uh, sexy names on paper, but I like them quite a bit. You look at I I, I I I can see that for this year, but I think after like I am not in love with Josh Jacobs. I think it's going to be a split backfield in Vegas. The, the, yeah. whole, the whole year, you know, you know. But I mean, I, we're I high like on. The yeah, only thing is with I that mean, is we're high on Aaron Jones, right? And we really like Aaron Jones. That's a split backfield too, you know. People have Aaron Jones as a top ten guy, and it's split backfield. I don't. Well, Go ahead. I feel the big. I feel the biggest difference is that is that in Green Bay that they don't have as is is in Green Bay that they don't have as many difference makers. Vegas does is 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 the biggest thing. Yeah, you know? but I think that's it actually is, is good. I, I think that's actually good for the offense as a whole because I think they're going to have more scoring opportunities for and Josh Jacobs is going to be the touchdown scorer. Like I like Samir yeah. White, but he is not going to be able to overthrow Josh Jacobs, in my opinion, as a rookie in terms of goal line usage. They are going to use basically him and uh, who's the guy that they – Brandon Bolden, is that the one that they yeah. brought over? Yep. It's going to be those two guys in, in the red zone touches. So um, I I think Josh Jacobs is fine. I think one of the underrated things, like everyone's looking at, oh, they declined the fifth-year option, right, for Josh Jacobs, and that means that he's going to be gone next year. But – when you look at it, the fifth-year option for him was ridiculously expensive, and, and Vegas did not have the cap space to do it. They have a lot more money next year. I just don't think that uh, we should take it 
we should take it with a grain of salt that they didn't extend him to the fifth year contract, right? I think that there's a little bit more that plays into it than that, that they're looking at it from a cap management perspective and things like that. They might extend him to a long-term contract year uh, next year and, and not let him walk, but, you know, oh, but they didn't sign him, so we he's going to be gone next year. You know, people are, are thinking about it a little bit too shallowly. You got to look at it a little bit deeper, um, in my opinion. So I think he'll actually be back next year, but... I could be wrong. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm. I'm just not really high on, on his running backs. Like, I mean, I I like James Conner this year, but I think he's going to take a step back because I feel he scored a lot of touchdowns. <sighs> that's you what know, he does. He, though, he, man. He, that's he, what he does. I, I know. I know that's what he does. <laughs> but I I I don't I don't I don't think Arizona's going to be very good this year. Personally, we'll see. So, I think they're going to be I fine. Mean, I, I everyone said they I were going to be gonna terrible take... last year, and they went on like an eight game winning streak. <laughs> I think that I think they're going to take a step back, and I think they're not going to be. Yeah, their defense could be a, a problem there in Arizona, but we'll see this weekend. They they have a very good, uh, fun test with the Kansas City Chiefs yes. in Week One, so that'll be fun. All right, wide receivers for this team: we got George Pickens, Mike Williams, Traylon Burks, Brandon Ayuk, Brandon Cooks, uh, Kadarius Tony, Amari Cooper, Alec Pierce, MVS. Um, Jarvis Landry, Tyquan Thornton, Terrace Marshall, and Sammy Watkins. It just never ends. The list never ends. He has so many <laughs> wide receivers. Again, this is one of those issues with um with the with the rankings on Dynasty Ranker is you have 15 guys here, and of course, eventually you're gonna get to the number one with points there. But yeah. I do like those guys. I think that they're a little bit underrated. Brandon Ayuk, uh year three breakout things from camp are looking very good he was solid in the second half last year after he got out of kyle shanahan's doghouse Traylon burks i like quite a bit i'm very high on Traylon burks mike williams you know we saw an elite stretch of games from him last year i really like george pickens brandon cooks is always underrated Kadarius tony mari cooper biggest problem here is picking which guys you want to play because that's going to be a nightmare each and every week but again i think that it's not a weak group of guys so it's a good problem to have because i like them a lot george pickens probably more of a long-term play there maybe even Traylon burks but alec pierce but you know amari cooper being underrated brandon cooks um brandon Ayuk, and mike williams that's a solid group of four guys there and Kadarius tony as well so um there is definitely a lot of upside with these wide receivers and then you look at his tight ends darren waller and brevin jordan darren waller i still like as a top five guy so I think from those perspectives, I think his team is underrated, and that's why I'm giving it a little bit more credit, putting it at five in my in my rankings personally. I mean, I can see that. I, I, I'm not in love with his tight ends. He only has two with Waller and Brevin Jordan. So, you know, I I know that Waller has, has a pretty good injury history. I think he I still think he's injured. Some way, you no, know, he, it's, 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 it's all he, contract he's, related, basically. Oh, it's, it's all contract, yeah. That, that's but, what everyone like. He, he came back when he got a new agent <laughs> and was suddenly healthy <laughs> out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> so yeah, th- basically, they're expecting a contract extension like tonight or tomorrow before uh, oh, gotcha. he'll, he'll get paid because he's he's pretty underpaid yeah. this year, he's only getting like six million. So they're paying like Hunter Renfro and all these other guys. So I think that they're just trying to work out a a deal with him and that'll kind of fix a lot of the, a lot of the injuries that he's currently (laughs) experiencing. So, 
All right, so we have gone through our top six at this point. Who's your number seven here going into the year? Uh, I have Colts fan Rick. All right, this so this is today. same here. So this is the, the team. Now, it is not the most favorite here, but it is the fifth best ranked on Dynasty Ranker, and it is a very top-heavy build. He sold out quite a bit yes. for his future picks, but um, we'll touch on his his status here his running backs might be better than mine personally. I I like him quite a bit. So um, quarterbacks, Derek Carr, Tom Brady, Ryan Tannehill, and Jordan Love. What do you think about the quarterbacks? Um, I think all of those guys are steady. You know, um, I'm I'm I, I am worried about Tannehill long term and Jordan Love if Aaron Rodgers ever leaves Green Bay, which he probably won't. Right. So you know, I mean, that's but I mean. I mean, he has four quarterbacks. He has Tom Brady, who's going to play until he's 85. And he <laughs> and had, an elite you know, level. <laughs> yeah, at a very high level. And then he has Derek Carr, who's going to be very, very, very very good this year. And mm-hmm. I can honestly see Carr playing Brady this year. And then... It's possible. You know, and then... Definitely possible. You know, I, 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 in fantasy, at least, you know, I, I could see that. So, you know, I, 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 I personally feel his quarterbacks are pretty good. You know, I mean, long term wise, you know, definitely a little as, bit of risk there. No youth. Yes, 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 yeah. But I mean, I mean, one quarterback league, you can always get those guys in the draft yes. pretty easily. <laughs> There's third round. I think Kenny Pickett was a fourth rounder this year. So for what it's worth, oh my goodness, <laughs> for what it's worth, third rounder, maybe third rounder, but right. yeah. All right, so running backs, this is where I think the biggest strength on his team is. Um, he's got Najee, Javante, Williams. Dalvin Cook, David Montgomery, Ramondre Stevenson, and Alexander Madison. Uh, yeah, it's, you're basically starting three of those guys every single week. Najee, Javante, Dalvin Cook. Easily. Pretty solid group of guys, especially based on value right now. Um, Ramondre Stevenson, someone else that's kind of intriguing, in my opinion. Uh, he's yeah. definitely someone that could be taking a step forward. So it's a good, good group to have. I think it does limit your upside, like your ceiling play a little bit, but I think he has one hell of a floor with these guys. No, I, I definitely agree with that. Like, um, so for Najee is going to take a lot of snaps this year. You know, I mean, I mean, he's going to be the guy in Pittsburgh. Right. Um, you know, and he and he has he has Dalvin Cook, who he's going to start. I'm a little bit I'm a little worried about Javante this year with with Melvin Gordon still being there. I still think it's going to be like a 60-40 split. Yeah, I still think he, you know I, I I think that for this year and maybe next year, but I think after that, I think he's going to take over that backfield for sure. Um, you know, and then he has Montgomery, who. You know, I, I I know the Bears are going to be bad, but I think he's going to be one of the shining stars on that team. I would agree with that. You know, you know, and and I'm 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 starting to get really really high on Stevenson. I yeah. think he's going to be the I I, yeah. I feel he's going to be the I I feel he's going to be the pass catcher. Mm-hmm. You know, and and and, he, and he's going to score quite a few touchdowns. And if they're behind in games, he he he's going to be in instead of Damian Harris. So you know, I I think he's going to be really a, 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 a very sneaky play this year. So one of the things on Stevenson, as a, a Patriots fan, you know, I'm tuned in pretty well to their off their camps and everything. They've talked about how they haven't been able to run the ball. They're switching to an outside zone mm-hmm. scheme, you know, from Bills 
traditional like eye formation, you know, power back type of plays. So they're going to an outside zone scheme. When you look at the running backs for this team, Damian Harris versus Ramondre Stevenson, Stevenson fits that scheme way better than Harris does. Way better. So I think that it's he's going to thrive much more than uh, Damian Harris is in this in this offense, just based on everything that I'm hearing out of camp. You know, out of camp, they can't run at all. But yeah, Stevenson is someone that I'm growing on as well, personally. All right, wide receiver is going to jump over here. And he did sell a lot this year to go basically all in on this year, which I can respect. But Devonta Smith, Mike Evans, Hunter Renfro, Chase Claypool, Calvin Ridley, uh, doesn't have him this year. Tyler Boyd, Jacoby Myers, Valus Jones, Marvin Jones. So definitely a weakness here at the wide receiver. But again, you can start four running backs and not really feel it yeah. too much. Um, Hunter Renfro was very good last year. I think his upside is capped a little bit. Mike Evans, he's basically guaranteed for 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. So you got that. But Devonta Smith is the, the biggest question mark. Is he going to be able to do anything in Chase Claypool? If you can start to rely on those guys, this offense could be very scary for this for uh, Colts fan Rick here. No, I agree with that. I mean, in like as as I was doing my rankings, uh, as, as I was doing my rankings, like on his wide receivers, I wrote I wrote old, busted, and suspended. Yeah, this is what I put. Yeah, you, you know, I mean, I mean, I feel I feel they're very good for this year, but after this year, you know, I'm not I'm not too high on on. Jones, you know, you know, like Tyler Boyd is is third, fourth fiddle in that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, Alvin Ridley, I don't know how he's going to be when he gets back, or what um, team he's going to be on when he gets back. <laughs> yeah, or, or what team he's going to be on. You know, I, I mean, I'm I'm still high on Evans, but I don't know how much longer he's going to be at that. Yeah, level. that's the problem with him, right? Is so. yeah, yeah. I mean, and then and then Chase Claypool, I think he's going to be on a different team next year, probably. You know, I, I maybe, maybe. I think they'll maybe, move. Well, maybe. no, they did resign Deontay. So, yeah, right. I think Claypool will probably be on the out next year, especially if he continues to pull his shit that he does in game, man. If he continues that, he's out of there. So, all right. Tight ends, a little, not, not a little. It's really weak at tight end here for this team. That's probably the biggest weakness. Isaiah Likely, Gerald Everett, Hayden Hurst, and Cameron Brait. Nobody you can really rely on. I know people like Gerald Everett quite a bit this year, but yeah, Isaiah Likely, he might be the number three guy there for for Baltimore, but yeah, not looking great there at tight end. Luckily, I think, again, you have a pretty solid group of guys. You have a pretty high floor. Yeah. It's just whether or not you can uh, you can have the ceiling play to win the matchups, but I would say that these seven teams that we just talked about are probably the only contenders for for the playoffs. It's a six team playoff um, in this league. So one of these teams is not going to make it. I don't know which one it won't be probably end up being me in the end. Cause uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just how it usually goes, but yeah. you know, pretty solid group of guys. So the three last teams, we'll touch on them quickly here, but these are the loser teams. You guys stink. You're awful. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but kind of you're you're not really that great. So who do you have as your number eight team here out of all these all guys? Right. Um, as number eight, I, ha- I have, uh, our, our singer 96. Is who I'm All right, thinking. Rob, we're coming back up to you looking at your team oh. finally. So quarterbacks for everybody out there. He's got Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Kenny Pickett, Jared Goff, 
solid group of guys there. You know, Justin Herbert, number three for me. Very solid, yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I like that quite a bit. Mm -hmm. The biggest upside, and we'll touch on it in a little bit, is probably the draft capital. Running backs are a disaster, though. They are horrible. I think I put that I that the only person I like is Pollard and and uh and and, and the white boys is how I call them. <laughs> Samir I, and Rashad I, White. I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's all I like. Other than that, that's pretty <laughs> gross. I want to. I hate. I don't want to start any of. Them. The funny thing is, they're they're all guys that I think can contribute for fantasy. Well, yes. ironically enough, yeah, so can, can but. So we got Tony Pollard, Rashad White, Damian Harris, Zamir White, Daryl Henderson, which based on last night is going to be the number one guy for the team, uh, Melvin yeah. Gordon, and Jerome Ford. So again, it's it's there's no elite talents here. And to be fair to to Rob here, he did sell all of his guys. He had Kamara, he had Barkley, he had a couple other guys. He sold them all this year. He's embracing the rebuild. Uh, went for a lot of draft picks and and you know things like that, wide receivers. He got really young there, which I do like his wide receivers. They're up and coming. But, yeah, from a production standpoint, you got a couple guys you can use here. But, yeah, Rashad White, Zamir White, you're definitely looking for the future there. Melvin Gordon, you got not much time left. Daryl Henderson, it's a flip of the coin there. Damian Harris, again, you're running out of time. And Tony Pollard kind of just seems to be the, the perpetual backup. So, all right, wide receivers break it down. Who do they got? Uh, he has he has Drake London, DK Metcalf, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jamison Williams, Jahad Dotson, Michael Gallup, Wondell Robinson, Jay Jones, Nick Westbrook. Akine. Yeah, I've never <laughs> never pronounced that in my life, and probably never will again. And 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 and, and, and lastly, he ha- he has he has the good old Kenny G. Smooth routes, Kenny G. Yes, smooth routes. <laughs> All right, smooth, so bad routes. Yeah, we uh we touched on a little bit the the wide receivers very young. That is one of the biggest yes. upsides here. Drake London, yes. Yes. um, the Sun God, Jameson Williams. A little bit of a detriment there having both lions, but you know. Could be okay. Could be okay. DK Metcalf, still very young. Um, just signed an extension. I think Pete Carroll's probably going to be gone soon, and they're going to be getting a new I whole really offense. So. Um, Jahan Dotson, maybe the, the biggest sleeper candidate of all these wide receivers in this year's class. Mm-hmm. Wandale Robinson, I know, is someone people like a lot. Gallup. So it's a, it's a solid group of guys, but he's yeah. really not looking to compete this year. And I think with these guys, you don't have to worry about that too much, but I think that long-term it's a solid, solid group. So. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. You know, it's solid overall, but there's a lot of unknown, like there's a lot of young players sure. on, 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 on his squad. So like, so it's going to take a year or two for them to, to really contribute. Yep. And tight ends, we got Trey McBride, Hunter Henry, Tyler Higby, Logan Thomas. Again, not really great. Hunter Henry's probably the best one, but if you're looking for the future, Trey McBride having him develop there, not bad, not bad at all. So like that quite a bit. Um, just yeah, not for this year, for the future, for what this team is trying to do. Pretty good there. Now here's the biggest strength that he has is the draft capital. He does have three first next year in a ten-team league. Pretty good. A second next year, no third, but he has his fourth as well. Then he's got two uh, firsts in 2024, second, third, and fourth round pick there. So 
Definitely has a lot of future picks that he'll be able to flip the running backs pretty quickly. Um, and then, yes. you know, some of the upcoming tight ends, you got, you know, the uh, Brockers out of Georgia. You got the um, mm-hmm. the other Georgia tight end. Um, I forget. What is Gilbert? Yeah. Arif yeah. Gilbert. Yep. Is that his name? I think it is. I think it's Eric Gilbert. I think Eric it's Gilbert. It's, it's yeah. a very odd spelling it's, it's, name. It's, it's, spelled, it's spelled weird. Yeah. <laughs> but that guy and then Michael Myers is coming out as well. Mm-hmm. If you like Kyle Pitts, here's three possible replacements just as good as Kyle Pitts coming out in the next couple of years. So um, he can definitely, you know, use some of those. Uh, if you really wanted to upgrade the tight end position, running backs, and then quarterback, he's pretty solid with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. So um like what he's doing, but I would agree in terms of – Current current roster strength, power rankings this year, I think he's actually still going to compete with Justin Herbert and those running backs. It's going to yeah. be decent. You know, the wide receivers are not that bad. And then Hunter Henry, like the it's just enough good players that I think he's going to be able to compete um, even right. with what he's got now. So it'll be interesting for sure. Who do you have as your number nine team here? There's only uh, two I left. Have, Who do you got? Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I have I, I have K rushing. Oh, Keelan's going to be so happy. I had him as 10 last year. So, all right. Quarterbacks, we got Malik Willis, Lamar Jackson, Jameis Winston. Has a type here at quarterback, it seems. Um, Likes those rushing guys, although Jameis is not really the rushing guy. But um, good group of quarterbacks. I like Lamar a lot. You know, he might be a Dolphin next year. We can all hope. (laughs) Hopefully. Come on, come on. (laughs) But um, for this year, I think that the biggest thing is, when you look at the running backs for this team, it is a disaster. There is one running back that I even care about at all for Dynasty, and that is Kenneth Walker III. Um, TDP, Tyrion Davis-Price, maybe could be something. For Daryl Patterson, he's like 33 years old. Yeah, you're running out of time pretty quick there. Zach Moss, Deonta Foreman, Dante Hilliard, Mike Davis, Mark Ingram. There's nothing valuable yes, no, there at all I, I i i agree i in in my stuff like i like like i put that the only saving grace is walker <laughs> very bad it's it's not it's horrible yep yep <laughs> so and it, you know we all it, it's tough when you have teams like you know ricks right here you can see right next to him he's got four running backs you know dan has three four guys i've got a few guys they're very consolidated on a few rosters, so it's tough for those guys to, you know, really have many guys in terms of depth. But yeah, that's the biggest downside here. Now, wide receivers, I think he definitely steps up here. I like these guys long term pretty well. Um, AJ Brown, Terry McLaurin, Christian Watson, Rondale Moore, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett is the one kind of downside here. Uh, Nico Collins, Devin Duvernay, Julio Jones, Justin Ross. Not a lot of youth here, but the youthful guys he has, I think, are have a lot of value long term. Nico Collins, Rondale Moore, uh, Christian Watson, those guys definitely could develop into something. Tyler Lockett, he's kind of aging out a little bit, in my opinion. But then you got AJ Brown and Terry McLaurin; they're going to be around for for quite a few more years. So it's a good group of guys there. Um, definitely highlighted by AJ Brown. Yeah, no, I agree with that. They they are pretty solid. Um, I I I would I. W- I would say other than AJ Brown and Scary Terry, um, so the wide receiver that I really like is going to be Nico Collins. I think he's going to have a really, I, I I feel he's going to have a start, start of a breakout in. in Houston. 
Yeah, we'll see. You know, I, 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 I can see it. You know, I, I don't really think that Davis Mills has a lot to throw to, and yeah. he's going to be one of the targets. I could see Nico Collins having a little bit of a Gabe Davis uh, type yes. of early cool. career cool. here because he, they're similar players too. Nico Collins is a big body guy. Um, Gabe cool. Davis, six foot four. You know, they're they're big guys. You know that they they're yeah. pretty quick as well. So um, I could see that for Nico Collins, and you we've seen it through the preseason. He is a little bit of a touchdown threat there. So um, tight ends for the team: Zach Ertz, Austin Hooper, Tyler Conklin. Again, very old guys here. Not a lot to look forward to that long term. Definitely going to be need to, needing to get one of those guys in the next couple of years. One of the Brock Bowers or Michael Myers, one of those guys. But you know, it's a team that's it's coming up. I actually have. This is my last ranked team. Again, I think that the the problem is um, Lamar Jackson's great, but by the time he's going to be useful for this team, he might have ran himself out. You know what I mean? And and there's not a ton behind here that that's super exciting. But again, it's one quarterback. You can pretty easily find a replacement young guy here in the next couple of years. I think the running backs are just such a detriment. And then the wide receivers, if you don't have any running backs, you need like three or four guys here. I like Nico Collins, like we talked about, but Christian Watson, I think that was the biggest bust of a pick in the entire draft, um, the actual draft. And then Rondale Moore, he's too small. I I think that that's mm-hmm. the biggest problem there. So I just think that by the time that you get the running backs to compete with this team, because he doesn't have a ton of draft capital, he has all of his picks. He has no extra picks over the next couple of years. So by the time you get the running backs that make you valuable, you know, the depth there, I think that your other key pieces might be too thin that it, it just kind of hurts you there. So I could be wrong. We'll see how the next couple of years go. But um, again, I would I would probably have to say that this is my last ranked team. And your last ranked team and the team we haven't mentioned on, my ninth ranked team is TGRB. The Great Rebuild is what that stands for. Um, but from a quarterback standpoint, Pretty decent. Matt Stafford, not based on what we saw last night, but he'll be fine. They'll be fine. Um, He's still got a couple more years left before he's going to have to hang it up. And I think Matt Stafford's a good enough quarterback, especially for fantasy. Uh, Tua, everybody's expecting a breakout from him this year. Zach Wilson, can he be anything? Again, it doesn't really matter. One quarterback, you can find another Mm -hmm. guy if you had to. Running backs is where it gets a little bit more interesting long-term. This is where it gets a little bit more spicy. Brees Hall, everybody loves Brees Hall. Travis Etienne, James Cook, Miles Sanders, Isaiah Spiller, and Justice Hill. Now, Miles Sanders is probably the only older guy here that you don't care about. Justice Hill, nobody cares about at all, so we're not going to talk about him. But Miles Sanders aging out a little bit there. Um, But Isaiah Spiller, I'm really high on. James Cook, you know, people are very high on as well. Bills took him in the second round. Travis Etienne and Brees Hall. It's not a bad group, you know, long term. If you can build maybe one more elite guy in there, that could be pretty good. Yeah, no, I I I agree with I I agree with the long term aspect. I I'm not a huge fan of Brees Hall. Uh, I agree with that. I'm pretty low on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think he's. I feel he's a good running back, but. I feel he's going to share a lot of the load with Michael Carter and I, I feel it's going to be more 50, 50. I, I, you know, you know, I kind of think Michael Carter might actually outscore him this year. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked about that. You know, um, and, and then with James cook, I, you know, I, I, I don't really think he should have been a second round pick. You know, I, I think it helped that he went to the bills and 
in in their offense. But as long as know, he doesn't I mean, fumble, you know. <laughs> yeah, as long as he doesn't fumble, you know, you know, I, I don't really see him having a lot of impact a lot of impact this year with, with Moss and Singletary there, you know, and and it's really the shining star I see is Travis Etienne. You know, mm-hmm. I think he's I think he's gonna be really good this year. And I agree. You know, I really hope I really hope he is. But I'm I mean I'm a tad worried about James Robinson being there, but also he he's coming off of that. Yeah, if, of, if Cam of, Akers is anything to base that of, on, doesn't matter. Achilles, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, I I you know I think you know I I like some I like his I like I like his running backs better than uh than than K rushings, but you know it's it's the it's the big it's the big thing I saw was in 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 the wider seat. Yeah, so, that's what we can um, talk about these guys. This is where this yeah. roster really struggles. And um yes. for everybody out there, Jalen Waddle, Sky Moore, Alan Lazard, Adam Thielen, uh KJ Osborne, KJ Hamler. I like KJ Hamler a little bit. We'll touch on him here yeah. in a second. Russell Gage, Khalil Shakir, Donovan Peoples Jones, Lavishka Chenault, uh, Jalen Rager, and Nelson Aguilar. So Definitely need some some added value there, um, but you know, wide receiver is as deep as it's ever been in the NFL. Guys come yeah. out every single year, so this being the biggest position of need, it's probably the best case scenario for a, a rebuilding team. You know, you want to see a couple yeah. more guys that you're building around. You know, versus some of the younger running backs here. You know, Isaiah Spiller, James Cook, those guys, but. You get one more good running back in there, and then maybe two or three wide receivers in the draft. It could be it could be something pretty quick. But there are a couple guys here that are developing that have a little potential. You know, KJ Hamler, I like him a lot. He's he's someone that mm-hmm. will be interesting to see what happens this year. He was a second round pick not too long ago. People kind of forget that about KJ Hamler. And Russell Wilson comes to town. Could be interesting there. What do you think about KJ yep. Hamler? Uh, I, I do agree with that. You know, I, I, I'm pretty, I, I, I was pretty high on him when it's when he came out of, it's, it's when he came out of Penn state, you know, mm-hmm. I, I can see him, I can see him being the Tyler Lockett guy. Yeah. And, 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 and being that deep threat in this offense. And, and I think it helps that, well, it, it's, it's, it's going to help him this year that Tim Patrick isn't there. Cause yeah, it's true. You know, it's going to help him tremendously. It's, you know, him playing in the slot and 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 kind of being maybe that gadget guy that well Judy's going to be in the slot go. probably I'm guessing but yeah. KJ Hamler he he's definitely going to get a lot more play time without Tim Patrick yes. this year so definitely takes advantage of that I think um, as well so he's someone that I'm definitely going to be watching uh, Chenault is another guy that's going to be interesting I think that he's probably the number two I know people love to hate on Chenault I don't understand it you know like. He's been on the Jaguars for two years, man. Like, wh- what do you want from the guy? Jaguars suck. We all know this. But why are we <laughs> blaming the players? Like, whatever. It just annoys me. So we'll see what he can do with Baker. I think that he's someone that is a little bit more creative. You know, I I just don't think he's been utilized in a good, w- productive way to u- really to maximize that. his skill set. Like, I know there's the, the joke, oh, th- this is the next Debo, but legitimately, he is a Debo Samuel type of wide receiver. Use him like that. Use him in space. That's where he is good. Um, Jalen Rager is another guy that's a little interesting here as well. Uh, going over to the Minnesota Vikings, 
I like that a lot, man. I, dude, Adam Thielen is burnt toast. He's 33 years old. There's I, no way. I, I, I think he's going to be good I, this I, year. I th- but yes, yes, I, I was I, I was about to say like just for this year, I I have zero faith in Jalen Rager. I did not like him coming out. I, I like him was, personally. I I don't I I I saw him coming out of TCU as another big bodied. He's fast, receiver. man. He's fast. I, I know he's. I know. I know he's fast. But 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 playing in the Big Twelve, there's really no defense. Yeah. So like he. <clears> but so so it, I feel I, I feel he had a big adjustment. Plus he's Philly. Well, here's and, the problem. And, here, and here, here, here's the problem with Jan Rager. He was paired up with Jalen Hurts, right? Jalen Hurts. Everyone's talked about for two years as not being a good passer of the football at all. Yeah. Now, I get it. Jalen Rager dropped some balls that he probably shouldn't have dropped. They were right in his hands. But Kirk Cousins is the best deep thrower in the NFL. He's the most accurate deep thrower in the NFL. Now, Josh Allen might come for that title this year. He's <laughs> so good. So good. But Kirk Cousins is always going to be up there because he's just he throws a good deep ball. He throws a better deep ball than Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson just looks better, right? Kirk Cousins throws a very good deep ball, and I think that Jalen Rager is a perfect match for what this offense needs. You know, you got Adam Thielen. He's a touchdown red zone type of guy. You got Justin Jefferson working all levels of the field, and then you got your deeper threat with Jalen Rager, and he can pull the top off with his speed. And again, I think you pair him up with a good passer of the football, and we're going to see a step up for him this year. So I He's someone that I like. I'm not going to be, you know, spending a ton to get, but for this team, you know, there there's definitely needs for optimism at the wide receiver position. So there's definitely something we need to look for here that uh, could develop. Now, last thing we'll touch on here is tight ends. Dalton Schultz, Noah Fant, and Jelani Woods. Again, long-term, I think those are fine. Noah Fant and Jelani Woods will be better next year. Dalton Schultz will be fine this year. I think he's going to be great. Next year when he's with Miami, he'll be probably a little worse. But <laughs> no, I'm going to keep saying I, that. I, I, <laughs> I, I know. Hey, no, I, I can see it. You know, I'm of, – of, of those three players, I'm, I'm very excited about Woods. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've – He's going to be good. I've, I, f- I feel he's going to be very good, and I know you don't like Matt Ryan, but I know Matt Ryan likes to throw to tight ends. Yeah, the problem is just a rookie, I, I, though. I mean, that's the I, problem. I, 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 I get it, but I can still see him. Maybe being, in two years. There. Yeah. <laughs> I think I he's going to develop really well. I do think yeah, uh, Woods is going to develop pretty well. But no, Dalton Schultz, I'm going to keep saying it until, uh, until the end of the next year when we find out because both of these guys are on the franchise tag. But Dalton Schultz and Mike Gusecki, they're going to switch teams. Gusecki's going to be a, a cowboy. Schultz is going to be right. a dolphin, and we're just going to call it good. So, all right, so let's recap here. That is the power rankings that we have. You know, if you're not the top team like me, um, you know, number two overall in my rankings. But no, we'll go through here. So in terms of total roster, you know, we'll just do it by that. Dan Brinsfield, universal, you know, unanimous number one here. You have, uh, go through your top ten here. All right. All right. Uh, um, um, So so obviously at one, I have uh, Dan Brinsfield. And then at two, I have Ryan. Division right, by so zero. Division by by zero. Yep. And then I got I got peace out seventy two, which is Calvin. Yeah, that's me. Let's uh, go. Let's yep, go. Yep. Uh, Disrespected, at, then, but then, it's all good. 
uh hey a top three is not bad so <laughs> i want to so, win the damn uh, title that's what that's what i, I want to do I, I get it but you <laughs> but i doubt you but i really doubt you're gonna do it so <laughs> um so at four i have laces out uh at, at five i got i got bk hyden and then at six i got i got e cloud and clear seven i have colts fan rick Eight, I have R Singer ninety six, and then at nine I have R or I have K Rushing, and then lastly I have the Great. All right, so that's not too different from me. So I have Dan D Burnsfield at number one, myself at number two, uh, Division by Zero number three. I actually have um, what did I say number four? Braden right? B Heidenreich yep. is number four. Um, I have the uh, E loud and clear at number five. Laces out number six. I have Colts fan Rick at number seven. Um, the R singer at number eight. Then the Great Rebuild at number nine, and K rushing at number ten. So that's my rankings. Those are final. Uh, pretty actually pretty close to last year. I did the power rankings for this league, and a uh, quick little humble brag. They ended pretty dang close to what I actually projected. You know, it, it was pretty ironic. Um, if you go back and listen to him, I had, uh, I think the only difference was I had uh, D. Brinsfield as number one and he finished number two. You know, he lost to, to, oh to Ryan, division by zero. So they oh just literally swapped. Um, he right. had a bad week in the in the playoffs. But um, but yeah, I think for other than that, I, I finished number four and uh, my number three team, or number four that year was Laces Out. And uh, he ended up beating me with Jamar Chase, putting up fifty on me that week. I'm not too, <laughs> not too happy about that. But uh, but yeah, these are the official power rankings. So if you guys are excited, follow along this year. I am going to be doing weekly recaps with Dale here. Um, you can find him over at uh, what's your Twitter now? You still have the same one? Uh, yep, same one. Okay, so it's Haledale388. I don't know why it's not on the outro page, but we'll get it added for next week. But we're going to be doing weekly recaps here for the whole season uh, just to give a little bit of insight into the games, you know, just to kind of touch on them a little bit. You can follow along in the league, and it'll give recaps on the players as well. So um, other than that, here in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be doing a lot of content with Let's Talk Sports, their weekly uh, previews for the game. So I'm excited to be doing that every Sunday morning. Um, and I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to be doing a little bit more content for them as well. So we'll think about it if there's any other content we want to put out in season. But Dale is going to be doing a lot more content with me here in the next couple of weeks. So make sure you guys follow him over on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for listening and good night.